0: Hey everyone, Coach Brad here. Are you still struggling to achieve the health, energy, and well-being that you deserve and desire? If you're ready to end the struggle once and for all, check out my in-demand Couch to Healthy 12-week wellness training program. What is Couch to Healthy, you ask? Couch to Healthy is a 12-week wellness transformation program designed to get you off the yo-yo cycle once and for all and take back your health, energy, and happiness in a fun, easy, and sustainable manner with couch to healthy you'll learn how to create a ceo championship mindset for your health learn healthy eating habits learn how to exercise using the slow easy method based on heart rate and age and more be sure and click on the link in the show notes for more information and get it now while the price is still 50 percent off for a very limited time
1: Welcome to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream podcast. This podcast is about personal transformation and helping you to have better health, more energy, and live a more purposeful life. I'm your host and couch to healthy guide, Coach Brad. I'm on a mission to help you live a life of greater health, energy, and happiness by helping you realize your true, authentic self. Every week, I'll interview a different guest who will give you the skills, tools, and strategies for doing just that. Each week, we'll have in-depth talks about a variety of topics focusing on how you can take back your health, energy, and happiness once and for all. Topics such as mindset, healthy eating habits, staying motivated, improving your self-worth, and how to overcome fear, anxiety, depression, and much, much more. I speak with experts across all walks of life, ranging from business, life, dream, and health coaches to everyday ordinary people who have defied the odds and set a new standard for their life. These guests have overcome addictions, depression, low self-worth, and have permanently ended the yo-yo cycle to reclaim their health and well-being when all seemed lost. And most importantly, they have transformed their life from surviving to thriving. Every episode contains practical wisdom and advice that you can use to build a better understanding of how you can have better health, more energy, and live a more purposeful, fulfilled life. And be sure and listen all the way to the end for a special free offer. To learn more, follow me on Instagram at Training with Coach
0: Brad. We all want greater self worth and more self confidence, but how to achieve that? My guest today lean dang has been on her own journey of self-discovery and to having greater self-worth and self-confidence in today's episode lean shares with us how she supports others in their journey of personal growth and transformation to have greater self-worth and self-confidence via the technique of rapid transformational hypnosis virtually all issues of low self-worth and low self-confidence can be traced back to a belief or a block that is going on within the psych this limiting belief or again hidden block often prevents a person from having greater self-worth and self-confidence it's a matter of uncovering the limiting belief or hidden block and replacing the old belief with a new belief that supports you on your journey of growth and transformation a big key to all of this growing more confident in your own skin Is listening to your inner voice and what it is telling you the process of greater self-worth and self-confidence is a
1: gradual process but in today's episode you'll also learn about two key skills to have greater awareness of your thoughts and greater awareness leads to identifying
0: the thoughts and stories you are telling yourself which ultimately leads to creating new thoughts and stories and these new thoughts and stories ultimately lead to the greater self-worth and self-confidence. As Lean states near the end of the podcast, you are worthy of change and capable of it at the same time. Be sure and listen all the way to the end for the word of the episode and a special free offer. Lean Dang is a rapid transformational hypnotherapist who is on a mission to help people unravel subconscious blocks, release suppressed emotions through hypnosis, so that they too can heal the relationship with themselves and others. She can be reached on her Instagram at LeanDangK. Welcome everyone to another episode of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream Podcast. My guest today is Lynn Dang. Lynn, thank you so much for being here. How are you doing?
2: Thank you, Brett, for having me today. I'm doing so great.
0: Well, and you know, Lynn, one of the reasons I, I wanted to have you on this podcast is I look for people and, and coaches and, and whatnot from all walks of life who kind of fit in with my theme of you know better health uh, more energy, you know, living a more purposeful life and all that. And, and I know you kind of focus on this area of, of self-worth and self-confidence. And I love this expression that you used in one of your posts about this idea of a powerful attitude. And so we're going to jump into all of that because I think that is so critical, you know, on this journey of, you know, what I call be well, be safe, be happy. Uh, before we get into that, though, I'm, I'm curious your, your background a little bit. How did you get into coaching to begin with and how did you become the coach that you are?
2: Brad, if you asked me this question when I was, I, I think like five years ago, uh-huh. I would probably like no way I would end up being a hypnotherapist or a coach because that's right. definitely not the plan because the plan has always been, you know, like find a husband, graduate, and find a stable job with stable income okay. um, to live a very stable life. Um, but then all it takes is a breakup. So yeah. Um, There's this saying by Mandy Hale that um, sometimes it takes a heartbreak for you to be shaken up and realize that you are worth so much more than what you settled down for. Uh, And I love that saying because it's so true. So I went through a breakup like three years ago. And after that breakup, I had to take a hard look at my life and realize that things is not going the way it should be like I'm not living my life on my own terms Mm -hmm. and I realized that I didn't really know much about myself I didn't know what I'm passionate about Uh, I didn't know what like my purpose in life Um, and then that's when I really start embarking on the journey of self-development and really take ownership of my life in terms of like physical health mental health and spiritual health so that where it all started a breakup (laughs)
0: And how would you so five years ago, how would you describe your self-worth and your like self self self-care and all of that back then?
2: I was a master at people pleasing. Okay. <laughs> like I yeah, I put people on a pedestal and I do whatever it takes to make people feel comfortable and happy. I would consider myself as a facilitator for people happiness. So I, I have this ability to just like really tune into people's emotion. It, just by looking at someone's facial expression, I can tell oh they need this, they oh, need I'll that. Oh, my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's why a lot of people feel really comfortable around me, and they start sharing story, and I love that. But along the way, I forgot to really listen to myself. Like I just totally project every single sense of myself to others. Like I look at people to help them, but I don't really listen to my inner world. Mm-hmm. And then my self-esteem suffered because of that. I I wasn't confident in my own skin and I didn't believe that I'm good enough to like have more in life, which is part of the reason why it was such a big struggle for me after the breakup, because I thought that I couldn't find anyone's better than my ex, which is totally wrong.
0: And so how did you start to... I guess, overcome this, this lack of or low self-esteem that you said, and how did you start to develop your self-worth and your self-confidence in yourself then?
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it's a process, it's like a long journey and it started with me, I think it's the con- like the mind and the body. Everybody knows the connection between the mind and the body. So the first thing that I try to take ownership of is my body. Um, After the breakup, I dragged myself to the hospital twice. And I think it was that moment when I was sitting on the bus crying and feeling absolutely pathetic and depressed. And then I was just thinking to myself, like, oh, my God, Lynn, you can get this low in life. Like, is it what you want? And I was just like, no, this is not what I want. And then the next day it was just like a a switch turn on. I was like, I haven't touched a single drop of alcohol since then. It has been like two years ago already. And then I did a lot of um, intermittent fasting, ketogenic diet, a a lot of biohacking um, Mm -hmm. practices. I don't know if you've heard of it, but um, yeah, like optimizing the inner environment and outer environment so that I can live healthy and expand longevity. So I did a lot of that. And then slowly I realized that there's another part of the equation, which is the mind. So then I start doing yoga, meditation, and then self-work, which is shadow work, inner child. And then that's when I uh, get to know hypnotherapy as the modality and fell in love with it.
0: So uh, let's dive into that then. What exactly is the hypnotherapy and and how do you use it to improve, I guess, self-confidence and Mm, uh, self-worth?
2: I think hypnotherapy recently getting popular in like among people because but i think people still very skeptical with the idea of being hypnotized just by like they see a lot of uh stage hypnosis so to say and people just sort of lose consciousness and then do whatever the hypno what is the word the hypnotist uh tell them to do um which is not really the case here i think hypnotherapy it's and the techniques that I use is actually called rapid transformational therapy, which was developed by a very well-known therapist in UK called Marissa Peer.
0: Okay.
2: And it's a combination of cognitive behavioral therapy and neurolinguistic programming um, and also hypnosis. Um, so combine all of that. So it has a lot to do with listening to the client's language. Also mm-hmm. um, identify the way they form their thought, their emotions, and how thoughts and emotion form their belief and how their belief influence their reality, mm-hmm. and then try to poke hole into the wrong belief or like outdated beliefs so that they can produce a better outcome in their life. Um so hypnosis is, is just like um you get into a very relaxing stage. It, as a short, yeah, short, simple uh, answer. You get induced into a very relaxing stage in which you like you open the door to your subconscious mind so that it gives you some images or like memories or things that it knows relating to the problem that you have in your life at the moment so during my session with my clients I would just guide them through a bunch of like steps and it's like guided meditation so to say and when they get super relaxed they start opening up So it's not like this very woo-woo things that you thought, which is like, oh, my God, it's probably going to feel really amazing or it's still somehow different from the reality. Like, no, you will still be able to get out of hypnosis if you want to just get really relaxed. It's like the sleep of the nervous system, so to say, but your body, your mind is fully awake.
0: Now, is this something that helps with with mindset also? I guess I know in one of your posts I read that you know for a while you were kind of in this this I think you called it the powerless attitude, this kind of victim mindset. Mm-hmm. And you were able to shift that to what you now call a powerful attitude, or I guess like a victor, victorious type mindset. Is that something that that this helps with? And and how 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 well does that work? How were you able to shift your mindset? I guess.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, totally. It can help with uh, shifting your mindset. Um so for example, a client came to me saying that she's struggling with procrastination. Right. So she has this coaching business that she builds <laughs> and about to do something that she knows is really important for her business or the growth of her business. She started procrastinating. She started eating ice cream and she reached to the kitchen and started, you know, doing something else. And then she came to me because she she realized that pattern within herself and she was like I, I don't want to do that anymore and apparently if you go deep enough you'll figure out that I mean it's not just about you being lazy or you don't have any willpower over your behavior is actually much deeper than that so for example in her case we found out that it has a lot to do with the fact that when she was a kid she has to take on her mom responsibility as an adult in the household So she has a younger sister and no one was taking care of her because her mom was pretty much like not really care about them. So she has to be an adult since she was a young age. And for over 20 years, she had to do that. And when her sister is now in college and she has some free time for herself, and then she have another baby, which is the business. So we realized that the role of the procrastination is just to give her a break. you have been through so much in life. So now that you have some time for yourself, why do you want to embark on something else? Knowing that you're going to spend a lot of energy, a lot of effort, you're probably going to be struggle and then you're going to bump into fears. So that just a lot of things and it's overwhelmed her and the inner child. The child who have never get to experience the fun, like just eat ice cream whenever she wants or just, you know, go watch TV or watch series as much as possible. The child wasn't really happy with that. So a lot of our behavior is because of the unmet needs of the inner child. So throughout the session, we were able to heal the relationship with her inner child and she was able to just talk to herself through it all it was her who fixed herself, it's not me. So it, it's a beautiful modality that I love because I didn't really get to do much. I just asked questions and guide them and the rest of the work up to them. So after the session, the next day she sent me a message just like, "Whoa, I like I didn't really go to the kitchen at all today during my work. And I feel amazing because I realize now it has nothing to do with like me being lazy or I don't have any willpower, just that, I haven't been taking care of the unmet needs of my inner child, and it's a beautiful thing to see.
0: So not, not taking care, I'm, I'm familiar with this idea of inner child, not taking care of, of the inner child, is that, do you think, leads to lack of self-worth and, self, and low self-esteem and low self-confidence and, and some of the victim-type mindset issues that we see in the world today?
2: It's a part. I would say when it's come to when it comes to our self-worth, self-esteem, um, there's a lot of factors facilitated. And if, I mean, it's it has a lot to do with our raised and, and the way our parents chose to raise it. And I'm not saying this so that we can blame our parents or anything like that, because right. I believe that all parents on earth they try their best with right. whatever they got at the time. But uh, of course, sometimes it's just um, not good enough, as like so to say. But of course, as a child, we would assume that our parents supposed to love it and, and facilitate it and fac- facilitate us and help us grow as a human being. So when they did or say something that imply otherwise, we immediately assume that it's something wrong with us. So mm-hmm. I think it's a part of the reason why we sort of mistaken our like deservingness, like I don't deserve love because somehow my parent didn't really give me the vibe that they are love me, like love me in the way that I want. Um, so it it takes a lot of self awareness for people to slowly realize that um, our past and our present is it's different. And lots of the time, we bring on or like we take on the things that happened in the past and just apply to the present moment, which is yeah, not really helpful.
0: Yeah, I like to emphasize that a lot too. That you know, our past doesn't equal our future. Well, that that's something that in in the Tony Robbins groups that they talk about too. That the past doesn't yeah. equal the future. So, uh, if someone really wants to improve their self worth, become like even me, I've struggled with self confidence uh, a lot in my life, and have slowly, I guess, chipped away at you know trying to be this more confident person. What 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 would you say to that person? <clears throat>
2: Well, I would say that we are all the same. I mean, we are being human. I mean, human, I th- no one can be confident 100% of the time. That would just make, I think, a sociopath.
0: Uh, <laughs> <just> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah, I mean, uh, the lack of confidence, you can use that as a stepping stone so that you can be better. Let's say like sometimes we think that, oh, I'm not good enough. So that I can work harder and be a better person. But what is really detrimental is when we, we associate, you know, this feeling of like, oh, I'm not good enough. So I'm going to work harder on it. But like, I'm not good enough. So, I mean, there's nothing going to change. Like, it's just who I am. Who I am is that I'm not a person of enoughness. I'm not a person of worth. So, you know, I shouldn't exist. That is a very detrimental way to think. But when you think that, like, oh, that person is really good at this and I'm not yet there, but I can work hard. I believe in my ability to get there so that I will work hard so I can be that person. Oh, no, not be that person, but I can be as good as that person. That is a growth mindset that is confidence so to say you have confidence in your ability to make things happen for yourself everybody started out being stupid I mean you're stupid when you don't know things but then later on when you learn and you accumulate experience you become a genius so a lot of the time I think people when they compare themselves to someone at this particular point in time and they see that oh I'm not as good as them and they immediately they assume that they are not good or like yeah I'm stupid That is not the way to think Uh, you like we have to separate like, okay, where I am on my timeline, on my journey is not the same as where they are. They probably did a lot of work. They practice a lot so that they can get to that point in their life and we can get there, too. If we start working now. So just by thinking that, oh, I'm so bad or I'm stupid, it doesn't really help with your growth. So I think people need to be aware of their of the way they talk to themselves. Yeah. Like just the language is it's really important.
0: How how did you get that awareness? Like five years ago you didn't have it, but now obviously you do. How how did you awareness is a is a big key. That took me a long time. I mean, we're talking years for me. I'm I don't know, maybe I'm a guy, I'm a little slower. I don't know. But how, how did you develop this awareness to then start you know, re- reframing your thoughts and all, all, all the other things that went along with your
2: The easiest way and the way that you can immediately implement is journal. I mean, I just start journaling out every single thing in my, like first thing in the morning, morning page, just write down whatever is in my mind, just practicing putting into words, whatever in your head. Because yeah. um, when you write things down, it start elaborate itself. Sometimes when you start writing things out, it's opening up and it clarifies things for you. So that's part of your, like awareness expansion. Uh, the other thing that you can do is meditate. I meditate every single morning, oh, okay. like, sometimes for even an hour. I oh, wow. like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's really peaceful. Like that is my time. I consider that first couple of hours of the day is my time. I just kind of dedicate that myself with myself without any distraction so it's either meditate or read a few page of the book no music whatsoever or maybe just sit and stare out the window looking at the tree but at least I sleep. and myself just observing my thoughts not having any like um touch to control what is going on in here and just observing and after a while your awareness that become very like mm, what is the word like you quit to capture thing. Okay. Something yeah. happened and you immediately, oh okay, I immediately thought of that. That's interesting. And yeah. if you are able to aware of your own thought, you will be able to modify it in a way that would help you. Because a thought will affect your emotion and your emotion will affect your behavior.
0: Uh, Yeah, yeah. It's like the the mind, the mind goes first, I say, the mind goes first, and then yeah, the body. So is that what you were able to do? You were able to like, really become aware of some of your thoughts, and then you just started changing your thoughts to a way that served you better then?
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, just practice, practice, a lot of practice. I wouldn't say that I'm perfectly aware of every single fault that I have. That would be like superhuman ability ability. Um, but yeah, I I'm, I celebrate with myself a lot. Like after like sometimes you just need to give yourself that appreciation. It's like, whoa, looking back, you have been through a lot, Lane, you're doing well and like and you compare yourself now and back then, because back then I I wasn't having this ability to capture that gap, like the space between the trigger and the emotion or the reaction. And now I'm able to do that. And when I journal, I celebrate it. It's just like, wow, we have been through so much. And you just give yourself that tiny appreciation throughout along the journey. And it's just slowly build your confidence with, you know, the way you're aware of it.
0: Yeah, it do, doing it over and over. I want to ask you real quick about your meditation. So when you're meditating, is are you like repeating like positive affirmations or, or positive mottos to yourself? Or are you just kind of letting letting everything drift away and just focusing on being peaceful? Or how, how does your meditation work?
2: Mm, uh, for someone who well, I only started meditating right after the breakup so it's like three years ago right mm-hmm. and I I didn't really have any role model to do after but then yeah I mean there's YouTube right so the first person <laughs> I learned after was uh, Vishen Lakhiani's uh, six-phase meditation I think that is a great start for people who have never meditated before to learn after because uh, it's include a lot of things, including forgiving and um, kindness and affirmation. But now today, it, my meditation style has transformed a lot throughout the year. At the moment, it was pretty much me and my I count my breath and, and I just stay in silence. I don't really do affirmation. I just I just breathe and then I let things come to me, so to say, a lot of silence, no music whatsoever. Mm-hmm. and. I think in that space, you're aware of your thoughts way better.
0: So let me ask you this. I'm, I'm curious. It takes a lot of motivation to stay with the meditation and, and the self-development and self-improvement, or some might use the word discipline. It takes a lot of discipline. How are you able to to stick with this, to stick with the, you know, the, the daily self-improvement and meditation and all of that? Do you have a, a <laughs> secret sauce, or what, what's your secret there?
2: <laughs> I don't think there's any secret. It's like You do what works for you, right? So I start comparing me without meditating and me with meditation. Um, So on the days that I don't meditate, it doesn't feel as good. You know, like I react or I get a bit um, cranky, right? Easily feel negative emotions. Um, But on the days that I meditate first thing in the morning, Somehow things flow easier because I I was able to have that time for myself in the morning first thing for the first and um and then throughout the day I because during the meditation I also set intention for the day as well. It's like today I'm going to just enjoy
1: yes right, right.
2: Like you have an intention, and because of that intention the day is just like you know going cor- according to plan so to say mm-hmm. but without the, med- the meditation it's just like you don't have any clear direction okay let's just bring it on whatever going on the day then so be it and then sometimes you have a bad day and then you start reacting a lot mm-hmm. so I I compare <clears throat> and then I just choose whatever works for me and meditation I think is always works for everyone
0: Okay, because you kind of like the, the meditative version of you better than the non-meditative version.
2: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would choose the me who not reacting yeah. like always
0: now let me ask you this as a coach then so you're you see someone or what would you say to someone who is struggling to stay motivated or to stay on the journey and is struggling with like some of the same issues you were a couple years ago the the victim type mindset and the low self-esteem so forth what would you say to them to kind of like you know take off this is how you get your life to take off and this is how you stay motivated and all of that Mm -hmm. (laughs)
2: Well, the first thing I would tell them is that be kinder to yourself. I think most of the time when people in that stage find themselves in that stage, they there were a lot of controlling going on, I would say, because I've been there. When I stressed out the most or when I feel like I'm like hitting the wall constantly, it's me putting one feet on the gas pedal and the other feet on the brake just like, oh, something is not working. And yet I'm just forcing going forward because I'm out of patience. Like I want to get result now. And then during that process, you just like, there's a lot of rowing going on, but not a lot of moving. So first thing first, you have to get your mind in order. Like you can't really achieve anything in a stressful stage or in an agitated stage. So right. when you find yourself agitating, don't just keep, like forcing it or don't try harder take a step back re-evaluate everything what work what is working what is not just be kinder to yourself talk to yourself like okay what do you need how have you been feeling is it like have you been taking care of yourself and most of the time people who find themselves struggling because they haven't been taking care of the self in, of themselves enough maybe they haven't been sleeping enough that's a big part of uh like the i think sleep is so important in every single thing that we do because without sleep we don't have that time to rejuvenate or to recalibrate mm-hmm. whatever is going on in your life and um so yeah just take a step back take a big deep breath and re- re-evaluate your current position and looking at the big goal remind yourself the why And then start contemplating on the next small step that you can take, not the big step, not like, oh, I'm going to work harder tomorrow, like like define work harder. Like, okay, how many hours a day are you going to work? Like, what are you going to work on? What is your priorities? Something like that. Just break it into a tiny pieces and then just do one thing at a time. Be patient
0: so Wayne let me ask you this how would you compare the you of today to the you of, of five years ago like a lot more confident today a lot more i guess happy and and not just because of the, the whole relationship issue just uh, because you've really done the work on yourself
2: mm. um purposeful i think is the word i'm much more purposeful than the me five years ago mm-hmm. um happier definitely um I find I see meanings in my life like I see meanings in everything that I do uh which make life so much more beautiful I wouldn't say that I'm happy all the time of course there are moments of sadness but I enjoy the duality like without the pain you wouldn't be able to appreciate when you are happy fully and the same you know we just need this dark and night uh, this dark and bright things in order to appreciate life. Um, So yeah, compared to the me five years ago, yeah, just meaningful, purposeful, and um, fulfilled in a way.
0: I can see the smile on your face. How about confidence compared to now compared to five years ago?
2: Um, I think confidence is definitely a part of it but I don't want to overuse it because it's becoming like this buzzword like oh I want to be more confident yeah and
0: yeah yeah. yeah.
2: and I I was talking to a friend the other day and then she was saying that yeah I I I really I didn't do this and I feel like I'm lack of confidence and I need to work on my confidence so that I can you know do that kind of thing as if like people start Looking at confidence as if it's like a, a thing that I have to achieve so that I can do a thing. I think confidence is just that like when you are able to see your own worth, confidence just follows. Just like need to work on your self-belief. Like you need to see what's you good at. You need to be able to see um all this goodness that exists within you. You you need to see. What you are capable of, and your potential, and know that you can make things happen as long as you put your mind into it. I think that is definition of confidence. Is not this thing that you can just achieve and you stay there for forever. It goes and it and it comes.
0: Go sometimes, yeah. That that idea of like seeing your potential you just mentioned is that we we talked about inner child a uh, uh, a little while ago. Is that does that go back to you know, working on this inner child, you know that you talked about.
2: Yeah, um, it has. I mean, inner child is. Sorry, can you repeat the question?
0: So this i this idea of, of seeing your potential uh, mm. to help to help a person with that does that go back to you mentioned before working on the inner child then.
2: Um, no, working on it on the inner child has a lot to do with uh, your subconscious block, actually. Okay. Like when you were able to integrate with your inner child, <clears throat> your it's like your consciousness become whole. So you are able to see things in your reality a bit clearer. But your potential, I think it has a lot to do with how much you experience in life. You need to test and you need to see what you like. You need to know. I mean, if you don't do anything and you sit in one place, what would be your potential? Like you wouldn't know. You have to do something first in order to see that, oh, I like that thing and I feel like I'm good at it. So I'm going to put effort into it. That is potential. But yeah, the inner child has a lot to do with uh, like the the unmet needs or the the pain or the suppressed emotion that you had back when you were a child. And that is holding you back from realizing like what you are good at.
0: Your full potential as an adult. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Um, and, and just for anyone listening, I just want to remind folks if you're watching or listening that this is a journey. This doesn't happen overnight. Uh you've been on a journey lean and and I've been on a journey and I wanted to change. Uh nobody can make me change. I have to want to change myself. And and sometimes it takes a, a, a cattle catalysmic type event a breakup of a relationship or a health issue or, or death of a loved one to to spur us forward. Um, but we could all change, I guess is, is the whole point of that. So uh Lean, you are a coach. Tell us about your coaching business and how can somebody work with you if they want and, and how can they get a hold of you?
2: Uh, I have an Instagram uh, account under the name Lean Dang K. Um, and at the moment, the account is, is focused on sort of like decoding psychology and consciousness of uh, women in their 30s, so to say. But pretty much everybody uh, is welcome to work with me. I do have a link at the bio part of the Instagram where you can book a discovery call with me. And during this discovery call, which is pretty much uh, trying to figure out what is holding you back, what is the main reason why you don't do the things that you want to do and then we can book in an RTT which is the rapid transformation therapy session and I have never worked with a client who didn't get any result after the session and they always achieve a certain level of transformation after one session and that is why I love this modality so much is is such an amazing um, method or tools to help people and uh, the website is still under construction at the moment unfortunately but I think it's going to be complete very soon probably by the beginning of the next year but at the moment you can all contact me through my Instagram account DM me just talk to me I would love to get to know you all.
0: Yeah, and I will absolutely. I'll put a link to that uh, in the show notes. And yeah, whenever your website's ready, let me know, and I'll 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 uh, shoot that out. Maybe at a later point in time, uh, too. Uh, so uh, yeah, it's life. Life is crazy. Did you ever imagine five years ago that you would be a coach and hearing a podcast or, or anything like this? Yeah.
2: No, no, I would never. I was so much in my own delusion of a perfect relationship. I was, I had my pink goggle on all the time, which is why I couldn't see the red flags during the relationship. And up until now, I was still telling myself and telling people that I'm so grateful for my ex for breaking up with me because he loves himself enough to realize that he could be happier. But unfortunately not with me, and which is fine. And without that breakup, I wouldn't, you know, embark on the self-development journey and lead me to where I am today. So I think I do believe that everything has this process and I just need to um, constantly working on understanding myself better, get to know myself better and fall in love with myself over and over again.
0: Yeah, and uh, life is a journey, and it's full of ups and downs, and twists and turns, and and sideways. And for anybody listening, you know, you feel like you're not reaching your potential. You know, what is holding you back? You know, lean is someone that you can definitely work work with to to figure that out. Uh, lean, we we said a lot of good stuff today. Is there anything else that you haven't said already that you would like to say before we sign off here?
2: Um, I would say. I think everybody is innately good. I know that some people have a problem with that. It's just like, she's just too naive uh, and have never met a bad person in her life. But I think everybody is innately good and we just need to remind it. Something happened along the way and it's fine. We did something that we're not proud of. We might have a rough childhood or a rough background, but I think as long as we look ahead and then we aware of the fact that we can get through it all, as long as we can be with ourselves and give ourselves in that compassion and empathy, then I think we can conquer it all. I think it's just that is the equation to confidence after all. We just need that awareness that you you are capable of doing anything that you put your mind into.
0: Yeah, and you're a shining example of of change and and becoming the person that you want to be. So, uh, Aline, thank you very much for being here today. I sure appreciate it. And for anyone listening, I always like to say thank you. So I always give a word of the day at the end of the podcast. And our word of the day for today is hypnosis. So if you're listening to this, uh dm me or send me an email the word hypnosis and i will send you my free walking for wellness program it's completely free it's worth over a thousand dollars with all the the research that has gone into it uh but it's a 24 day walking for health program. It's yours completely free. Just e- email me info at training with or DM me same. I'm on, on Instagram also training with coach Brad. And that program is yours completely free to do with what you like. And again, you know, life is crazy. And lean, like I said, you are a shining example of being the change that, you know, you wish to be in the world. And, um, you know, whether it's a breakup, like I said, or a health issue or something, whatever it takes to to be that catalyst to change, you know, embrace that. And, you know, we all have issues that hold us back. That's that just happens in life. I've certainly had them. But that's why we have coaches like you, Lane. And I've certainly worked with coaches and, and, and all of that. So uh, again, thank you for listening and being here today. And as I always say, at the end of my podcasts, be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream, take care, everyone. And Oh, before I go, make sure you hit that subscribe button on on the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts, leave me that five star review. I'd sure appreciate it. But until next time, everyone be well, be safe, be happy, eat ice cream, take care. We'll see you next time. Thank you. This has been a production of the Be Well, Be Safe, Be Happy, Eat Ice Cream Podcast. For more information on how you can work with me, my products and books, including my all-new book, The Slow Easy, a beginner's 12-week guide for getting fit and healthy and running your first 5K, visit my website at www.trainingwithcoachbrad.com. This book introduces a whole new method to being fit and healthy, something I call the slow easy. Be sure and look for that. You can also find all of my social media handles there, trainingwithcoachbrad.com. And remember, if you like what you have heard, please pay it forward by hitting the subscribe button, sharing this with a friend, and leaving me a five-star review.